In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, among the mean. Today, the Gospel from John chapter 9, a very familiar story to all of us, and we love it very much. One of the most beautiful, beautiful story in the Bible. Matter of fact, it's so powerful and so beautiful, has so many messages. The church always read it during the months, or during uh, Lent, the six weeks of Lent. It's a beautiful story, especially the focus of the story during the months of Tuba about spiritual enlightenment. Because this month, if you notice, we're reading so much about baptism, baptism. It starts with the celebration of the baptism of our Lord God, Savior Christ. But the church want to emphasize something very important. A spiritual enlightenment is a very important aspect in our, our life as a Christian. Once you say, I'm a Christian, I want to follow Christ, that means you must have the spiritual enlightenment. You must see, think, you see things different. You walk different. You speak different. The reason is the transformation happened to this man. The reason is they are Christian. And you know the story, Taban, he was blind and he came to Jesus and asked him, Jesus put a clay in his eyes. They asked Jesus, uh, this man sin or his father or mother? And Jesus actually emphasized a very important aspect of sometimes when any hardship comes to our life. He said, this sickness is not for death, but for the glory of God. But I would like to focus today on one thing, on the reaction of the man. His reaction was amazing. His reaction was so beautiful. He came to Jesus as a blind man. He made a clay and put it in his eyes. Probably if I'm the man, I would tell him, are you joking? What are you doing? You're, doing, you're putting a clay in my eyes? He put a clay in his eyes. Let me read for you the reaction of the man. He said, so he, and told him, go and wash. So the man, what he did, basically, he did three important things. He went, washed, and came back seeing. Sometimes through the journey of our life with our Lord God, Jesus Christ, God will send a message to us. But it's how you react to it. God is always speaking to us, especially with the coronavirus. Everybody can hear God in different ways. In many different ways, you can hear God. But how you react to it is really your reaction can help you to become, to transform, to see things different, to look at things different, to act different. That's what the power of the Christian life, the power of the Christian life comes to one thing only. How you and I can be living as a Christian by transforming our heart every day, by changing our heart every day, by actually showing everybody we are Christian, by not really by our talk, but our action. And this man here basically did very simple three steps. What Jesus asked him to do did not make sense. To put a clay in my eyes and go, and I have to walk all the way down, find somebody to help me, to wash. You know what? If you are Christ, just heal me. If you are Christ, just tell me, look, you know what? You are healed. If you are Christ, just touch my eyes and I will be healed. But actually, our Lord God Jesus Christ wanted to see his reaction. And how he can grow in faith. And you see this beautiful story. How this blind man built a strong conviction. To the point that he actually was defending Christ. So he not only became a Christian, but he became a defender of, Christ, of the faith. First action he sent when he, Jesus told him, well, go. The Bible said he went. Went means very simple, taking an action. What's your plan when you hear a good message? Or when you hear about anybody... Do you take an action? What's your action? Sometimes you want to pray, but I'm not taking an action. 
I want to read the Bible, but I'm not taking action. I want to reconcile with those who cannot really talk to me. I cannot take an action. I'm paralyzed. I'm blind. I'm still blind. Yet the Lord has been sending message to me, but I'm still blind. I'm still cannot see. I still cannot see. For the first action he did, basically, he took an action. And the Bible mentioned, said, today is the day of salvation. Today is not tomorrow. It's not the day after tomorrow. When you hear a message from God, act right away. Today of the day of salvation, if you hear his message, do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart. Soften your heart like this blind man and come and change. You know, yesterday we celebrated the great feast of St. Anthony the Great. And probably one of the most beautiful of all of us who honored St. Anthony, the one who established the monastic life, a great saint in our church, but the power of St. Anthony, he took an action. By the way, he learned not from anybody. He learned from a dead man. Yeah, this week we had almost, we've been seeing so many funerals. He learned from a dead man. He walked into his father's and he saw his father very rich, has a lot of money, very powerful, very strong. And then he saw him dead. And he started thinking about the truth about this life here. He said, one day I'm going to be like him. One day I'm going to be basically hopeless. I cannot walk. And he said to him, you know what, my dad? You walked out or you lifted this life here by not your choice. I'm going to leave it with my choice. And for that reason, he left. He went to the church and it seemed like he heard the message from the church. Go sell what you have. And he went and established to start actually. And his goal was not really planning to establish a monastic life. To establish one of the strong movement in our church. And I was talking to Bunamina. Because uh, yesterday, uh, Friday I said, look, we need to send some kids to become monks. It's, they are the future of the church. If the church, forgive me, I said that if the church failing to send kids to become monks, we're failing. If, if uh, St. Anthony established, St. Anthony went, he never thought that this would be a movement. This would be a beautiful thing. He just said, I want to worship God. I want to live this life by my own choice. And he become, he's the one established the monastic life. The reason is one thing. He took an action. He took an action. He heard the message. And he felt that this message is a personal message. How many times you and I we can hear God's message? Do you take it personally? Do you take it personally? You took it personally, take an action. Love your enemies. Be a good, do good. Be a good person. Be a good Christian. Do you hear this whole message here? Give to the poor. Help the needy. Do you hear this message here? What's your action? St. Anthony may be the best thing he did. He took an action. So number one, actually, this blind man, he took an action by one thing, he went. He did not argue with the Lord, but he listened, he obeyed, and he went. Number two, actually, he went and washed. Washing, actually, is uh, the best way to describe the meaning of repentance is the word washing. We see that many, David the prophet and the king, when he fell into sin, the one thing he said, wash me, I'd be whiter than a stone. And I always say the best message from coronavirus to all of us, how many times you and I wash our hands right now? Remember, before you wash your hands, wash your heart. For the best, best way to describe repentance is basically washing. It's a washing. And David the prophet and the king said it very beautiful, wash me from my sin. So repentance, he went to actually, I want to say, he practiced repentance. He washed himself. Washing is basically wash the sin. When you go to your father of confession, 
you are washing your sin. I like, let me beautiful quote. I love when uh, uh, one time in the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 7, he says so many people are coming. For St. John, he said, Where are these people coming from? Let me read for you, he said to him. Revelation 7 13, he said, Those are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed the robes, their robes, and made, their, 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 made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Those are the ones coming. He said, Who are those great people that you see them? When you go to the altar, actually, it's a beautiful, in this side here, you see it from here. Thousands, hundreds of people, they're coming wearing a white robe. He asked, where is this coming from? He said, those people, actually, the one who came, he washed the, the robe. And this is a message for me. You want to be having the glory to go to heaven? Make sure you wash yourself. Wash your sin. Wash and repent and come back to God. The most beautiful description of repentance is washing. And every time, every time you wash your hands every day, Remember, say, I want to wash my heart. I want to wash myself. I want to return to God and come back to God. So the first action he did, he took an action. Second thing, he went and he washed. Number three, actually, the Bible mentioned he came back seeing. What that means, came back seeing? Came back seeing, that means transformation. He's transformed. You know, before, can you imagine somebody blind? Before and after. Before, he probably wouldn't distinguish what he's going to eat. We just tell him, sit, I'm going to give you the food what to eat. When he walks, he basically trying to touch. For basically, this man here, he come back and transform. Came back, change. That's why in the story, he was able to defend Christ. He's able to, to tell them why. And he's able to defend Christ. And he actually defended Christ against the Pharisees. And tell him, look, he's a good man. He's a great man until the end. And he started to grow in faith little by little by little by little. Until in the end, he became actually a believer and became, had very strong conviction. And he said to him, you know what? Uh, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ revealed himself. But his testimony was so beautiful. You know what his testimony? I hope that will be your testimony and my testimony. I was blind and now I can see. What an amazing testimony. What an amazing and beautiful testimony that in my relationship with God every day, I say, you're not, in this issue here I was blind, but now I see. I was blind and can see. This man grew in faith. This man has so much courage to defend the Christ. This man had so much conviction to tell people, you know what, one thing I know, I do not know what he, uh, this man is a sinner or not. One thing I know for sure that I was blind and now I can see. What an amazing testimony. Beautiful testimony. Actually, we've been having a uh, prayer meeting every night at 9 o'clock. We started when Tamir was sick. Then we finished, and it's almost like two, two, two months. And uh, every, night, every night, 9 o'clock exactly. And yesterday, actually, we had an amazing, beautiful uh, lady that she was actually giving amazing testimony how she really, Christ changed her heart. It's an amazing testimony. For how beautiful, actually, all of us tonight, today, it's a very simple message. The reaction of this blind man, he did number one, he took an action, went. Number two, he washed, cleansed himself. Number three, he transformed, he changed. He became a new man. Now he can distinguish, he can walk the right walk. He can actually do the right thing because now he has a, a spiritual eye. I hope today, all of us during the liturgy today,
honestly lift your heart. Tell him, God, I want to be having this spiritual eye. Open my eyes, O Lord. I want to see things different. I want to be a true Christian. I don't want to be just a follower, kidda. Come to church and take communion. And, but there's no change in me. Transform me, me, O Lord. I love to be the, like this blind man. He tell him, look, Lord, I was blind and now I can see. I was blind, I cannot see what, what, to do the right thing, but now I can see. May God grant all of us this spiritual eyes, to open our eyes and to, help, to become like this beautiful man here. And then we can walk every day in our life and say, now I was blind and I can see and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.